the millionaire next door is you that's this segment's name I really want people to realize at this season and time where there's so many different things going on in our lives that we have to be very conscious and very aware of what's going on within us. We have to be very cautious and very aware of how we're perceiving ourselves and how we're holding ourselves up. Um, I wanted to say a millionaire because when you think a millionaire, we think about rich, right? We think about, you know, I remember back in the day there was this one show called who wants to marry a millionaire right this is like the first beginning of reality tv at its finest before all the other marriage shows on reality tv marriage shows right like engagement 90 day fiance or whatever this woman darva conger look her up (laughs) was about to give herself in marriage to this man that she barely knew But it was so intriguing because this man was about to marry this woman and he was a millionaire. We tuned in because he was a millionaire. Now, I don't know how many people would have tuned in if this woman that was random was about to marry somebody that was homeless or poor, right? We would have been like, this is really odd. How, where are they going to live? What are they going to do? How are they going to fend for themselves? But no, we were interested in it because this man was glowing because of the money that he possessed <laughs> in his you know, in his life. That's why we were intrigued. And the name even alone of it intrigued us, right? So that's, that's not who to say we didn't, we didn't really necessarily see who he was on the outside, you know, as far as him being a millionaire, you could just look at him and just we knew that that's what he possessed. Ultimately, we really don't know if that was just a fat or not, he could have been making $50,000 a year, (laughs) you know, but we did not we did not necessarily see that he was a millionaire. You can't really see it unless that person has the money in front of them. We just knew based on what they told us, right? But he knows and we know. We know because that's what he possesses ultimately in his bank account. It's like on the inside. Like your your money, you wouldn't know, oh, okay, she's a millionaire. We can see it. Okay, maybe the fashion cars and all of this stuff. We would know internally based on the the what is it? the the bank statements or your portfolio or real estate investments or whatever that you're the millionaire it's an inside thing so that's kind of where I'm trying to get at you know sorry if it just kind of sounds a little convoluted a little bit I'm trying to talk and get you the, the seeds and the plants that you need right now so that's what we are on the inside a millionaire can't even necessarily doesn't even have to necessarily mean that it is physically millionaire it could be a mindset and I think um I've come up with this thing called the millionaire millennial mindset Um, And that's going to be like the takeover because when you think about a millennial, what do you think about? A lot of people call millennials lazy or whatever and all this different stuff. But I think about people that are go-getters, people that are not, not, not afraid to take a risk or not afraid to just go against the grain of what the culture is doing, even though they're a part of it, right? I would possess, I would, I would think of myself as a part of that, that crew, the millionaire, millennial crew. And Millennials, I feel like are the millionaires, honestly, are one in in some of the millionaires if they take the time to really shape and get themselves into shape and exercise the gifts and the visions and the dreams that God placed in us. I feel like we all have an ability to make millions. Yeah, you know, we're God's children. We're co-heirs with Christ, right? If you're somebody that believes in Jesus. You know, if you're not, that's all right, too. I still believe you're in a millionaire because I do believe you still come from God, whether you think you do or not, or you believe you do or not. And they're here to talk about Bible or debate religion. But I'm just saying, like, it's a mindset. It's who you are within you. And the seeds that are planted in you are 
are things that are going to harvest for the future, right? So say for instance, um, we're, we're reading actually in my community group um, with um, some ladies that I really adore. Um, we're revisiting the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert um, Kiyosaki. I think I said his name right, last name. Um, but it is really bringing back the values of what it means to think different. You know, it really is a think thinking game book. You know, it's really about your mindset. And that's the thing that is so important. I feel like even in this season for a lot of people that are going through um, business ventures and, and entering into the beauty field and entering into different things to become more wealthy. And my thing is this. I, I grew up with a, a certain kind of mentality that I feel like was there but I also had something within me even as a child that I would do different um when even though the mindset of 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 kind of lack was there I would have to be honest but I remember buying this uh money matters book for kids when I was like 11 or 12 and I saw it and I had money I saw it in a uh uh what was it in a grocery store it was called stock market was the name of the grocery store which used to be a big bear or a brown bear back in the day before they changed it over but that was our favorite store my mom used to always go to that store and I saw this book there in their little book section and it was like a child's book about money and I bought that book like children just don't be going buy blood money books you know what I mean not like that but it was something within me that knew that this mindset wasn't going to be my forever. And though I feel like I've operated in and out, in and out, in and out, um, it was just such a, a change of scenery for me. And I used to love reading books when I was little. I wish I read more now, but I'm getting better at it. Um, and I'll and I'll say something about some of the books that I have read recently that I think you should probably check out. But I would read so much. And I think, you know, reading is power. Reading is knowledge. And I think it's so important to feed our minds with positive things and good good junk, right? Not bad junk. Um, and I think it's been so imperative for me to help myself by translating my 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 thought process into something that could be beneficial for me in my future and I think renewing our mind is very important I love the scripture that talks about mind is is a thing that needs to be renewed um as in we renew it in Christ if you're a Christian if you're not that's okay you can renew it in in a positive way whatever you 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 feel best to do for you that's really what I wanted to talk about today is that the millionaire is you next door um there's a book called the millionaire next door um, I believe it's by William Donko and it talks about similar concepts to the rich dad, poor dad, but there's also, um, a lot of different nuggets in there that could be beneficial for where you are in your life. Um, and also think and grow rich by Napoleon Hill, oldie, but goodie. Um, those are books you should definitely check out. And one that I finished recently, and I'm so glad I finished it, it was very easy read is by a, um, licensed cosmetologist and a wig trainer by the name of Marquetta Breslin. You can look her up on Instagram. The book was called The Million Dollar Stylist and I finished that book and every time I read it, it charged me for the day to get on my business stuff, to write up my business plans, to get everything that I needed to get done, to get the registries that I needed to um, seek out, to do everything that I needed to do and just to plan accordingly. It just... It empowered me. I was feeding best because I was feeding my mind with positive things that could transform my current situation into something better later. And I think that's what we need to start focusing on um, as far as being that millionaire next door. It's a mindset. Um, I think it's just so important for us to just continue to look in within ourselves and to see 
I would say the glory (laughs) on the inside because we have that light, right? And I want to break down something for you um, that I I created for myself um, and for um, anyone that wants to follow me. Um, It's called the Millionaire Acronym, right? And what it is is basically I broke down the words, um, the letter, excuse me, in the word millionaire for myself and what it means to be a millionaire and how you got to move. Um, and so this is, this is it. And you can write it down for yourself. You can take it to the bank and cash it if you want to. <laughs> it's a million dollars, right? So holla. Um, and this is it. And it just breaks it all down. I'm going to just try to read it, um, as swiftly as, as I can, but, uh, slow enough for you could probably write it down. So M stands for move on your ideas. I stands for illuminate your mind and spirit. The first L stands for leave the past behind. The second L stands for learn everything about your craft. The I, second I, stands for invite the new tribe. The O stands for obey the call. The N stands for no excuses. The A stands for ascend to higher ability. The third I stands for Isolate yourself from negativity. The R stands for reverence God. And the E stands for eliminate the possibilities. Now you can only imagine what all those things mean for me. Um, And I'll tell you a little bit more about me and my story later. The testimony, amen. Uh, But for now, this is just kind of something for you to take into account. And you could break it down however you want. And what I would encourage you to do under each letter that you write down give yourself like three to four spaces and write what that means to you so for m move on your ideas what does that mean for you to move on your ideas for 2019 like if i see something and i I see it in a vision or a dream or an idea comes to me how am i going to move on that this year Illuminating your mind and spirit, meaning how are you going to guard your heart from things that are not good for you? Or how are you going to enter, let things enter into your your mind and your spirit that are good for you? How are you going to illuminate your mind? For me, it's reading those books, because like I told you, reading the, the Million Dollar Stylist, it illuminated me. My mindset shifted and it caused me to what? Move on my ideas. So those two and two go together and it's one and one in the same. Um, L is leave my past behind. I can't, I can't uh, focus on what I did wrong last, last month or 20, two, two months ago, you know, I felt like I wasted money, um, investing in something that I thought was going to give me benefit, but I didn't really take the time to really think about, you know, what my current situation was. And I thought maybe if I just go for it, you know, I'm kind of a drive driven person, you know, that millennial in me, I just do it, I do it, but I have to really think about it, but I can't, I can't focus on the past of that, how I felt like I lost money. I'll just do better next time. And I'll put my money and invest it in something that I know I'm going to benefit from, from myself, where I'm not feeling like I'm wasting money, where I'm just trying so hard to do something that I don't feel like I really even want to do right L is learn everything about your craft like get your skills up you know take more classes um google youtube whatever it takes about the thing that you do best whether it's in the beauty industry or somewhere else if you're listening in hey you're not in the beauty industry you can join in too learn your craft and excel at it and be the best that you can be do it with a spirit of excellence um I invite the new tribe let go of old friends 
people that are negative, folks that are toxic, and bring in your new tribe, people that support you, that are there for you, that cheer you on, that are not jealous of you, that are not trying to compete with you. Invite those people into your life because it'll make for a better movement for your 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 new vision and ideas and the goals that you set for yourself always obey the call um we're all given a calling in our lives whether you believe you are or not or you have a purpose in life that you must perform and you must complete um i feel like what my religion teaches me is that after everything is said and done god is going to judge you based on what you what you do and i want to make sure that he says to me that you done well servant you are you have been faithful And I will make you ruler over much, you know, and I want to bless you because of what you have done once I leave this earth. That's my belief. But regardless of the matter, obey what you feel like you're supposed to do, like be obedient to that and watch your life be blessed. You know, when you're obedient to what you know you're supposed to do, you know, your gifts, your talents. And if you do not, I'm going to encourage you to stick around because I'm going to give you some nips and tucks um, and some tips and some things that you can you can do to kind of get to that place where you know what you love to do and you can focus on that. Amen. Um, there's also a book that I would encourage you to read. If you do not know that is the 40 days of purpose by Rick Warren, a powerful book. I think it was a New York's bestseller. It was at a, it was so popular at a time because people are really getting their, their, their goals and shaped and things that they wanted to do in their lives. And they started to realize what they were really passionate about. That's a really good one, whether you're Christian or not. And there's other books out there too, but, um, so many good, good tips, um, in that book. Um, and sorry for the long winded, (laughs) no excuses. We're not making any excuses anymore for why we're not doing what we love to do, what we're called to do and what we're passionate about. We just going to let those fly out the window. No need to even go in on that one. (laughs) Ascend to higher ability. A ascend means to go higher. That could go hand in hand with illuminating your mind and spirit. Um, you know, in learning everything about your craft and excelling at it and going higher, with that and not being afraid to take that next step you know you watch yourself and you if anybody has kids you watch them go up the stairs right you're watching them from the back end like okay baby you're going up they're going to higher heights they're going higher than they used to could go before they could walk they're going higher before they could you know even get get to a certain place they were baby steps and then now they're at the big stairs at the house at the five-story house that you're going to have amen if that's what you want and you desire to that you work hard for so now you're going to go up these high steps you're going to go to the higher heights you're going to get that business degree you're going to go and get your master's you're going to become the real estate agent that you are called to be you're going to do those things because you're going what you're ascending you're doing what excuse me ascending to higher ability your ability is already in you you just have to um shape it you have to add to it you got to feed it right um um isolate yourself from negativity isolate as in set yourself apart make sure you're not around people that are negative even unfollow people that are negative on social media i don't follow people that are negative i don't really like a lot of cursing and i don't like a lot of people that are negative and talk down on each other i don't watch those uh those shows not to you know binge watch some people do but the the housewife shows and the love and hip-hop I personally don't watch that because I don't like to see all this negativity going on especially with women because that's just going to cloud your judgment it's going to put put that poison in your spirit amen because you're trying to be in a beauty industry with a lot of women and if you're poisoning your spirit with that stuff that's going to get in you and then you're you could start to reenact some of those things that those women are doing also within the the industry that you're in and if I'm trying to negate that I'm not going to follow that I'm not going to listen to that because that's not for me going to benefit me and my future I want to I want women to win so if I'm listening to all this garbage and then I'm taking that on, well, she ain't all that. She thinks she, um, and he, da, da, da. you know, you do it to men too. So you got to be careful with that. So for me, 
I isolate myself from that negativity because for me, that's negative. Some people just find it as entertainment. That could be on you. That's on you. I'm not judging you for what you watch, but I know for me, that negativity cannot enter into my spirit. I'm going some places. I'm doing some things and I can't enter into my house, my million dollar house. Okay. R is reverence God. I can't stress this enough. I always say the terms God has given me the spirit of power of love and self-discipline and I have to remember that I have to humble myself before him and he's the one that gave me the ability to do the things that I've done though I need to grow in certain areas of course there's always a learning curve in your any industry that you're in if you're a real estate agent if you're a broker if you're a financial advisor if you're a hairstylist if you're a makeup artist if you're a youtuber you know you be like man I'm watching so-and-so the chick natural love her hey girl (laughs) um I need to set my game up you know not as competition or copying her but just like she empowered me to just make to get my I gotta get my game up you know but I think in the meantime in the between time we have to realize that God is the one that gave us that ability and he himself can elevate you and boost you up when you do the work faith without action is what dead but when we do the work God will elevate us when we ask him and pray for, to him about creative ideas I get some of my most creative ideas when I'm referencing God which means I'm spending time in my Bible I'm reading the word I'm reading some comp um some book that has to do with my spiritual growth or I'm just praying and I'm pressing I get empowered and then I'll have a vision of something or I'll have a download about the business idea that God gave me you know he like streamlines stuff through us you know I think you know some people may agree disagree on this God was the creator of technology he gave somebody the brilliant idea to start the internet and the streaming and downloading but spiritually I feel like spiritually that goes hand in hand with our natural you know everything happens in the spirit before it comes into the natural right so when he's streaming downloading stuff down when your your spirit is open right like a, t- a computers what I learned about computers and I'll get to the e in a minute when I learned about computers that when I took a technology class shout out to TAF technology access foundation in Seattle Washington where I'm from bread and butter the Emerald City baby um was that computers are really dumb they only become smart when you tell it what to do. So that's what I was like, what? They're really dumb. I thought they were really smart. No, technology is smart because of the people that are behind it running it. Isn't that powerful? Like God gave us the ability to create this stuff, to create wealth, to create witty inventions and ideas it came from him so the technology is not smarter than us the instagram has to be coded right in order for the app to be active you know the money has to be printed in order for us to spend it you see what i mean like god has streamlined the ideas the visions the gifts and talents in us it's up to us to cultivate that and bring it out into the world so that people can be blessed by it amen so let's reverence god in that let's the shout out to god thank you god everybody say thank you god this is call and response, even though you can't hear me. Uh, yeah, we can't really be in front of each other, but you can hear me and I, I, I can't hear you. But call and response, reverence God, say thank you, God, for my gifts and give me the grace to do them every day and use them every day. Thank you. Amen. Let's thank him for our limbs. Those of you that have your hands, thank God for your hands that you can still do hair. Some of us have our feet. You know, we can still run track and, and do those things, those those jumping jacks and do what we need to do at CrossFit and the, the, the handguns that we can shoot. Amen. At the range because we're dangerous, right? <laughs> I know Reverend Scott was a long one, but you know, I had to give him the glory. Amen. Amen. E, eliminate the possibilities. Eliminate. What do you do? You get rid of it, right? So that's what we want to do with the possibilities. We want to punch possibilities in the face. We're going to be like, yes, possibilities. I'll take you for 5,000, Alex. We want to eliminate the possibilities. People say um, it's not impossible to do things. No, absolutely not impossible. I believe that is true. Because in Luke, 
the Bible, you're not going to reference my God. Um, it tells us about, um, you know, in Mary, she said, you know, with God, think all things are possible. Um, it talked, excuse me, it talked about that all things were possible. I don't want to misquote my scripture (laughs) and all things were possible and they are possible. That's why we eliminate those possibilities because we get rid of what's possible because we knew we could do it. Right? So that is your millionaire structure that I want you to go, go home in your bedroom. If you're not at home and you write these things down and you can replay this as many times as you want to, to get those nuggets that you need, because remember that millionaire next door is you. God bless you everyone. And tune into our next episode. Good morning, Dangerous Beauties. It is Cherie here on the Dangerous Beauty Podcast. And I just wanted to welcome you here today on this Freestyle Friday, Fry, Fry for Friday. Uh, Just thank you guys for being here and listening in here on Anchor, aka on Spotify, aka on Apple Podcasts, (laughs) because they're available on all those platforms. But I just wanted to talk about stereotypes. Yes, this actually has been on my mind and my thoughts and my heart for the last couple of weeks, and I just kind of haven't gotten to it but today is the day that I'm going to talk about it so what are stereotypes I feel like there's so many different aspects to stereotypes and I think when we go into the industry of beauty there's so many thoughts and opinions that we have about certain things certain people the way that they look the way that they dress that we just aren't um thinking globally as opposed to having a closed mind I think it's 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 important to have an open mind, whether you come from a different religion or background. You know, some of us grew up more conservative. I did um, more conservative, but I was like a liberal <laughs> in a sense of breaking out of conservative uh, mental thoughts in the way that I grew up. Uh, I am a Christian. I love Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ. But I don't, um, I don't negate what other people believe. I just, I know what my truth is, but I just, I still am a light in a dark place or I try to be, so to speak. You know, I've come through my dark days too. Trust me, I ain't always live right. <laughs> but God is faithful, amen. Um, I'm not here to preach to you today, but I was just thinking about so many different aspects of the beauty industry and how men, for instance, um, they're stereotyped and they're typecast by other men that are not in the industry because they may be a certain way or they have a certain demeanor about them or certain mannerisms and they would categorize them in a, in a, in a category as they're more feminine or less of a man because they work in the beauty industry. And I've always had this thought. I don't know. I was always a deep thinker. I think even as a child, I think I just had a wise way of thinking you know I'm, I'm I'm educated I went to college and beauty college and all of that stuff but I just think God placed this idea in my mind about thinking a little broader about certain aspects instead of just looking at it the way that it looks like you know what I mean and so I used to always think about how some men um have grown up a certain kind of way and you know people have their beliefs about being born a certain way I'm not going to go into all of that but I think most of the time, people that are young men, will say, for instance, that are in the beauty industry, they probably have felt, you know, that they were treated less of a male or the gender that they grew up as. And so it really put a lot of hurt and pain inside their heart. And so I think men that are more so, I don't know why I'm about to start crying. God, this is very emotional for me, but... Men that are, because I care about people and their identity and I care about how they feel about who they are because I know what it's like to not feel good about myself, you know, even as a child. And, but I think men, sometimes they get accepted more so by women and they feel this sense of 
comfort by women when they're in this industry and men, men, some men, I won't say all, some men tend to shun men that are in the beauty industry that choose to do hair, that choose to do nails. You know, there's so many different males out there that do nails and men that are, that are, that are men, you know, they're not, um, categorized in a certain way. And I just, I just want us to be really mindful about how we treat people. And this goes out to the men and this goes out to the women too because some women, they shame men because they're in the beauty industry too and they're doing hair. And I think it's a stereotype to just categorize men in a certain light that love to do hair. And and they've probably felt that way since they were younger. You know, I could see many different people in my life that I've I've known that have gone through this kind of stage and, and, and maybe have, have chosen a different route because of the way that they've felt as a person in the past because of how people have treated them. And I just wanted to say that we should start thinking about how we treat each other and we should start thinking about how we think about each other because I feel like God has created all of us and in a different light and he gave us all gifts. And if you're a male out there and you're listening to this and you love doing hair, don't feel like you can't be all who God created you to be as a male to do hair. And because somebody somebody said um, about you, whether they called you a sissy, whether they called you a faggot, whether they called you somebody that is just, you know, he do hair, so he must be the other word. You know what I'm trying to say. But just God gave you that gift because you're supposed to be slaying men, women, kids, hair, and that is a joy and that is a beautiful thing. And God wants you to know that you're loved and you are cherished by him. And it doesn't matter what other people think about you. It had mattered. I, it's hard to say that sticks and stones may break our bones, but words will never hurt. Words do hurt. Because we're all, at some point in our life, we've carried words in our heart that have caused us a lot of damage in our life. They're from our parents. They're from our sisters. They're from our brothers. They're from that mentor. They're from that teacher that told you you will never be anything. They're from that person on the street that just called you out your name. That you were a little kid. They're from somebody in your life that told you something negative. But I want to say today that I'm canceling those negative words. You want to say this is a cancel culture? We're going to cancel negative words. We're going to cancel the thoughts that are not right. We're going to cancel negative thoughts. And I'm going to speak life into your situation today. And I'm going to say that God has a plan for your life. And you are more than a conqueror. Over those things and over those words that people spoke of you. So I just say that today we're going to stop stereotyping people based on the way that they look, based on the, the deciding factor of what they're choosing to go as far as their career goes. We're going to start speaking life into people. We're going to start speaking health, strength, encouragement for them to keep going, regardless if they feel like they don't want to. Maybe he's a man and he don't want to play basketball. <laughs> Quit putting that on him. Maybe he's a man and he don't want to play football. Maybe he's a man he don't want to play baseball. Maybe he's a man that wants to be a barber and he wants to do women's hair and put weaves in and that is okay maybe it's a man that god gave him a gift to paint and maybe it's a man that god gave him a gift to dance that is okay all art god is beautiful he created this whole world you think god is not an artistic god he created you and i so today i just thank god for everybody that's on this podcast i thank you that if you ever even felt typecast or stereotyped by the color of your skin that that is not who you are that's who your skin is your shell but what's inside of you is so much deeper. Why do you think we have to develop something called character? You know, I'm thinking about the Proverbs 31 woman in the Bible, and it talks about she's a woman of noble character. She doesn't have a race. The woman of noble character doesn't have a, 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 the color of her skin. It doesn't matter. She's a businesswoman. She's a woman that is earnest about serving the women around her and her young women that come up after her. Could be the teenagers, could be her employees. 
She's a woman of stature. She's a woman of prayer. She's a woman of power and position because of who God created her to be. And I just wanted to put that out there today. And a man of valor is somebody like a man of David's caliber in the Bible and somebody that like Gideon and and he was a man of valor and he believed God that he could beat all of those people. And even when he felt fear, God put in him the ability that you can't do this in my strength. You could do this. You can't, you can't do this in your strength. Excuse me. You could do this in my strength. And I thank God for that. So everyone on this podcast, I want you to be encouraged today. Know that you are not what you used to be. You are who God has created you to be. And you're going to go further and further and further in this life. In Jesus' name, I pray. <laughs> I speak life to you today. No more stereotypes. Bye.